Hey friends, welcome to Thursday, October the 13th and today's episode of Enough for Today. And if you watch this at noon every day, I just want to apologize to you for two days this week where I didn't, I missed my noon deadline. And it's very unusual that that happens, but um, I just got caught off guard this week by some stuff and things went a little longer and I kept thinking, no, I'm going to get back to be able to record or I'll record first thing next tomorrow morning. And uh, events just swept up. So twice this week, I've been an hour late, and I apologize if you uh, if you if I missed your noon time. Well, we're wrapping up Psalm 63, and thanks for joining me. And this psalm lands in a wonderful place. What a great journey it's been. And just to review and to to land on this verse 11, let's read it together one more time. This is David in the wilderness of Judah. He is king, but he's been uh, forced away to flee for safety. Uh, there's been a hostile takeover of the throne, but uh, the, the usurper of the throne, Absalom, um, does not really, uh, has no right to the title of king. We're going to see that in a minute. David writes, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go down into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. So David is worshiping in the wilderness, and that's just convicting to me. He just is passionately pursuing God and expressing devotion to him, even from the dark places. And this is where he concludes the psalm. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Now, the first and most up-close sense of this is David's confidence that God is going to preserve his throne, his responsibility to be the king, that God made David the king, and until God takes that away, David is the king. And so he's operating in confidence and in hopeful claiming a victory and promise that's yet to be realized. He says, the king shall rejoice in God. In the wilderness, I'm going to rejoice in God. I am the king. I will be the king. God is in control. And joy is going to be the outcome of this wilderness. And then he says, and this is again, I'm thinking of David's political sense of this. Everyone that sweareth by him shall shall glory. Everyone that's um, that stays on the side of right, everyone that chooses uh, David as king is going to be honored in the kingdom of David. He's gonna uh, he's gonna glory in the victory with David. Those that are loyal to David, but the mouth of them that speak lies, the deceivers, the betrayers, the treasonous uh, uh, deceivers, they will be stopped. So David knows that justice will be served by God by by grace in time, and that that uh, those that are patiently faithful and loyal will. Uh, be the victors. So there's an immediate political sense to this, but there's a much bigger and more eternal, frankly, a gospel sense to this. And that is that Jesus is king. He wins. Before him, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. 
and he will reign supremely in joy. He is the king of joy and victory uh, in, in, in a cosmic, eternal sense. And everyone that swears by him, everybody that places their trust, their faith in him, everybody that lands their hearts in faith and belief in him shall glory. Now, you may be in the wilderness right now and may not be experiencing any sense of glory, but the fact is you will be glorying one day. The outcome, inevitable outcome of your hardship is glory. It's celebration. It's exaltation. It's absolute uh, profound joy. And the mouth, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. So God, the king, will save those that trust him and they'll celebrate for all of eternity and those that reject him, the lies, the deception, the sin, the evil, the wickedness, justice will be served. Uh, evil will be stopped once and for all. So there's the immediate sense of, of, of doing what is right and choosing what is right and trusting the outcome to God. But there's the eternal, there's the gospel, there's the big you know sense, there's the kingdom sense of this. And that is that Jesus is king and uh, he will not ever be overcome. What a great psalm. Uh, we're at a great way to uh, move into our Thursday and rejoicing in the kingship of Jesus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. So trust your king today. Happy Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow.